Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 7th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing well. Just the playoffs are here. I mean, what a what a time. What a never thought we'd get here. I'm so excited. It's jubilation, you know, it's 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 playoff season. You know, all the automated social posts today got me jacked up. <laughs> All the players tweeting out their tea times in unison. It really just got me going. Uh, They'll never learn. I I mean, these organizations, these big companies, these brands, I understand like stuff's got to be sanitized and filtered, but like that calls attention to yourself in a bad way. And it always has. It's been that way since... The invention of the internet. I don't understand why people keep making that mistake over and over and over again. It looks like whether it's the guys on draft night talking about, you know, their tide color. Like there's just it it never looks good. And that look the Rolex one a couple of years ago and everybody like just started tweeting the same ad at the same I think that was this year. Maybe this year. (laughs) Uh but this was a particularly egregious because they have these like, you know, over dramatic like photo shoots. Uh, you know, like it's these guys going into battle or something. Uh, and everybody did it right at the same time. It was just, a, it's not a good look for anybody involved. And it's very inauthentic and inorganic and doesn't, it doesn't make you look good. So, whatever. It's, it was, I opened up my PGA Tour app today and I was just greeted with like, I, I experience, uh, wait for an August unlike any other. Or something like that. I forgot what exactly their tagline is. Ultimate prize, right? Yeah, I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then the thing, like, it, it, I've got this since I'm nearby Medina. Yeah. For the last ten days, my I get like this event, event guide bullshit. It immediately right. pops up. So when you wow. open the app, it pops up to an event guide. Picking your look, it knows your location that you're near there. Or yeah, but like it's like the event's like a week away. What? Why do yeah. I need this information? You know. Yeah. Uh, I think I talked myself into being mildly excited about the FedEx Cup today. I think I, I might be excited that it's happening. Now can, this could change. You, like, can you t- can you talk me into it? I'm. Uh, uh, no, not at all. I, I'm. I'm still talking myself into. It. I don't have a. I don't. I'm not here to like present sound arguments or compelling arguments one way or another i'm just like trying to get myself into it and i think i did a little bit today um i it's better than nothing i i think i think that's right i'm not sure um let me ask you a question this is something i've been thinking about what's more impressive winning the wyndham rewards or winning the fedex cup um the Wyndham Rewards. In a way, the Wyndham Rewards I think has killed the FedEx Cup. <laughs> oh get out of here. All right. No, no, you had a fine point. You didn't need to extrapolate to <laughs> killing the <laughs> the FedEx Cup. Um <laughs> uh, I, I I all I care about is the Wyndham Rewards now. <laughs> Did you see that little presentation where they each got <laughs> bathrobes with their names on them? They got bathrobes hanging to this like fake turf that's a wall of turf for whatever reason. And they look like the master's like a caddy, a master's caddy outfit, but it's I, th- I assume it's a hotel bathrobe that they get to take home with them now. So and, and then you got Rory cracking on Coochers. I mean, that was absolutely unbelievable. I mean, 
Rory, for all the shit that we give him and, and most of it's deserved, like he is and always will be kind of kind of an alpha, right? Like he is the one the guy that will go there. They'll say that. We I don't, don't give know. Rory shit. Yeah, we don't. No, he takes a lot of a little bit of shit. Um Although you want you want to talk about Rory for a second? Yeah, I, I have can, an issue. Let's talk about Rory. Well, we're on the subject of inorganic and inauthentic, and these guys all tweeting all this stuff. Out. This is getting probably in the weeds on golf media. I don't, you know, course, course architecture. Honestly, one thing I know I know very well is golf media. I I I, I understand how this game is covered, how it's presented. Like I, I could say that with a fair amount of confidence that I've I've gotten to really know that watching this over the last decade, but. So you have all these tweets going out today, right? With these branded stuff, you know, I'm fired up for the playoffs. And that looked terrible. We just talked about that. And you have Rory touting this new podcast episode with Carson Daly. And he blew off, I guess, I didn't know this. I heard today from people on the ground at, at, at Northern Trust. They blew off the media at the end of Memphis uh, after that final round losing to Kepka. So he didn't talk to the media. And the first time we hear from him since then is this Carson Daly podcast. And the way they're promoting it is like Carson is talking about like OJ Simpson's golf game. In this episode, Daly, you know, ponders about, you know, OJ Simpson's golf game. Um, if, if Rory can do Connor Moore impressions, like type impressions. And like, I'm just going to say like, it kind of set me off on this tangent in my own head with those tweets. And then you have Rory coming off like really like one of the most compelling miscuts of all time, major history, right? For all different reasons, the shank or the, the hook at the first and the whatever tears and the run late on Friday. And then you have this Sunday thing in Memphis and you get an hour with him. You get an hour or whatever, 45 minutes with Rory McIlroy. And you talk about OJ Simpson. You have Carson Daly talking about OJ Simpson playing golf and, and impressions. Like this is not a good use of, of Rory's voice. And it comes off as like completely inauthentic in the same way that like, like these guys talk about social media, like we're cutting out the middleman. And, and this is going to sound biased because I'm a media member, but I hope, you know, like, I'm just here trying to, I'm more of an audience and consumer than, than a media member. Like I want to consume good shit, good media. So these guys claim they're like cutting out the middlemen, right? And like, we can communicate directly with the fans, with our social media and now with my own podcast and stuff. But like, they filter themselves in a way that, that is kind of degrading that relationship with the audience and i don't suggest like some are great at it some are like oh well i don't know if anyone's great at it there are some athletes that are great at it but like this this just kind of set me off this tangent and now i'm communicating it via the podcast like golfers aren't able to communicate directly with the audience rarely are able to do that there's like four that are good phil is becoming legit entertaining i don't know if it's pepperell's good yeah Max Holm is good. Yep. Um, so Kis- I mean, I, Kisner's just... pretty good. Yep. Yep. That's we've about done, it. We got an interview in the can with somebody that's was fantastic. Um, we got but... we're gonna put that up tomorrow. All right, we'll All right do that. Thursday. Not... Thursday. Okay, let's do it. Um, so I guess that's long tangent. Short. It's like these guys. I think the direct relationship with the consumer they're talking about that social media is like cutting out the, the newspaper writer or whoever else has actually degraded their, their brand and their how real and authentic they look. And instead they just look like marketing arms and promo. Oh, that's what you hire Carson Daly for. No depth. You You get an hour. You're never, you're never going to get any, he's never done any, interviews besides like two minute hype interviews sure you know like his life has been all surface stuff like if you want somebody to get below the surface you know he's not your guy he's just why he's gonna talk about what he thinks about oj simpson's golf game and you know what made rory super popular 
and, and like more of a relatable is like doing podcasts with people, not not like his own. People like Nolay Nut, people like Shane Bacon, um, I think a few others, but like that kind of thing, right? And doing interviews like the, the, in, in Ireland directly, like that are just printed transcript wise, like one on one interviews. Like that's what made Rory more popular and made him like, God, this guy's pretty cool. He's a normal person. I like this guy. So, anyways, tangent done. Yeah, you just wanted to rant on on Rory. You said it you know, we rip, Rory. We rip Rory a lot. We don't rip Rory. We don't. We don't. I, I I laughed when I got the details of promoting the new podcast, though. Um, what are you most excited about for the FedEx Cup? Like, I talk trying to talk myself into it as a thing that's better than if we were just playing normal PGA Tour events. What are you um, What are you most excited to? Real about? talk. Yeah. I'm most excited about the tour championship. <laughs> I I can't wait. I, 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 I can't wait till somebody's wait starting till ten, 10 shots behind. I, I can't wait. I can't right wait. Now. I can't wait till somebody's somebody's going to win a tournament by five shots, but actually lose a tournament by three. And then that other guy's going to get credit for the win on his career. <laughs> Like that's that's what I'm excited about. You know the OWGR site's been weighed down, like slow, shitty. Yeah. I wonder if like the tour hacked into it, corrupted it because they were dragged their feet on giving them points, and now they have to have this like shadow, uh, gross championship. I'm wondering if that's been what's been going on. Um, Scott and Michelle, we need to wait until this. We're gonna go so long. What on are this. you most excited about? Scott Michelle was tweeting scenarios where. Tiger Woods could technically win his 82nd event, but not actually win it. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Last year, he wouldn't have won. He wouldn't have won last year under this new system. Uh, They're setting themselves up for utter disaster. I don't know what I'm most excited about. Um, think they've been so worried. Ogilvy talked about this on the pod about like they wanted to like keep the integrity of the tour championship because the tour championship's a big deal, and that's why like match play could never even be discussed because that's a, the tour championship is a stroke play event. Somehow, they've gone from like doing everything in their power to protect the tour championship and like resisting ideas of changing to making it a net championship (laughs) all right what are you most excited about this week liberty national Uh, i just can't wait for the views (laughs) there are views (laughs) um i I guess like i what i I do you know here's what i like there's there's i like relegation i like people getting cut and 70 people get, or not 70, uh, 55 people get cut this week. I like that. Is that, what are we going to? We're I, going to 70. We're chopping, we're, we're almost chopping half the fat. You know, like these guys, 125 to 70 shouldn't even be in the playoffs. Yeah, we've made that abundantly clear. But like, uh, you know, I'm just excited that in one fell swoop this year, we're getting rid of a bunch of, you know, guys yeah. that, Shouldn't even be in the playoffs. Yep, the chafe. Um, so we used to go one twenty five to one hundred to seventy. Now we're just going one twenty five to seventy, cutting mm-hmm. out that third event. Um, what are you most excited about? I don't know. I, I now that I'm actually have being forced to think about it, I can't articulate one specific thing. I, I think it'll be cool to see if like Brooks Kepka gives a shit about this. It seems like he just won a WGC. But the thing about it is, like, they don't have to give a shit. The guys at the top, like Brooks, like Brooks can't. Like, is there a mathematical way for him to not be in the top five? Not sure. Like that's the thing. It's like, I mean, Paul Casey's not even playing. How about Henrik Stenson just taking a pass? He's eighty fifth. He he didn't even attempt to show up and get in that seventy. Kind of, kind of. I like I mean, it. Stenson I mean, always goes, does that kind of thing. It's why, like, why would he? You know, it's just he's playing the Scandinavian Invitational. He has to play the at home. Yeah, is the Swedish Swedish Masters no longer? 
let's say. Am I wrong on that? That used to be a great event, or like in May, I want to say, or, or June. Um, the Bubble Boys are really, uh, really interesting. You got Spieth at 69, Matthew Wolf at 70, and Bubba at 71. Bubba's not interesting anymore. He's well, the name. Why? Why isn't it's he interesting? Just, he's not that competitive He won three times last year. Last year. Last year. He's not doing I, I, I Bubba's know. better than Spieth is. He's well, more relevant Spieth, than Spieth. I think Spieth is interesting because of that. Just, I mean, is this the end? Is this the end as we know it? Um, at the top, so listen, this is contrived. No one, no one's going to argue that it's not. It's it's contrived. It's it's overdone. It's overmarketed. It's excessive. There's just excess. Liberty National. I remember going. I went to the President's ah. Cup. President's Cup a couple days, uh, a couple of years ago, and in uh, I think the President's Cup's a fine event. I'm glad it exists, but like the the walking around it a year after walking around Hazeltine, it was like this event exists for like corporate meetings to get done, like for people to come out, network bullshit. It was like the competition was ancillary, and like this whole Liberty National crowd, that's what it is, right? They come over across the boat. You know, it's just, it's an environment that's just, everything feels overmarketed and excessive. I doubt they have a Fortnite 10 again, though. After I was, that, this is the, the origin of the Fortnite 10 last year at Ridgewood, the, the Northern Trust. They might but, have it again. So it's, it's a very contrived and overdone thing, but it's better than whatever we had before in 2006. No? Am I wrong? Yeah, it's better. I mean, they just threw a bunch of cash. Like, it's just, it's so bad because it's a, it's it's all because of a player-run organization. The thing that frustrates me is that it's like they call it a playoff, but it's not a playoff in any way, shape, or form. Because you, not everybody has the same chance. That's the problem. Don't call it a playoff. What, uh... This are is like any, it's like an end of series sprint. Are there any modern events that have like ascended in importance or either interest without like just throwing a ton of money at it? How about this? How about this? NBA free agency is arguably more popular than NBA basketball. Yeah, we know that. So that's an example of an event ascending popularity of sure. another event in the sport is anything in golf i think the match actually was legit like uh, in terms of real interest and that had a cash like just a let's dump nine million dollars on the table but it was also a match it was easy to right. understand sure like it was mano y mano yeah People no. like that. Like, that's something that people like because they understand. It's like, oh, if this guy beats this guy, this guy wins. A lot of people cracked on it, though, too. I know. We cracked, cracked on it. Yeah. But, but like, I'm just saying, like, in terms of genuine, you know, like, at-large interest. So, so, so this is the thing, I think, about with the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour's market is diehard golf fans. But they like seem to think that their market is like the the average golf fan. Like the average golf fan tunes in for majors. They don't tune in for the playoffs. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, the other, well, the other the diehard golfers watch the playoffs. The flip side of the coin, though, is that like they already know they have you, so they're they don't give a shit if they're bothering you with the over marketing attempt to get the casual fan because you're gonna watch no matter what, or you're gonna be interested no matter what. I mean that's the other side of that coin, but I agree with you. They they tend to they risk losing their like core audience with some of this. If I if I didn't do this podcast, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I may not watch it and do this podcast. Like but, I'm just being like it's a great time to play golf. Like I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch if if it wasn't for this podcast. Okay. Um. All right, schedule of the week. 
the Northern Trust at Liberty National. Do you have any Liberty National thoughts? Just good views. So you're, those I mean, it's, it costs a ton. It was like obviously super fun, but it's just like it's narrow. It's 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 kind of it's very similar to to Lake Off National, I think. In a yeah, way. That's, that, yeah, that's not bad. Like it's narrow. It's 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 just it's very bland. All right. It's gonna uh, play tough. Like it's yeah. Kind of came on the scene because of this event. Yeah. Um so we have the Northern Trust at Liberty National. That will be on Golf Channel two to six. And then CBS's last event of the year before punting away golf for football season. Um what a nice little use of punt there. Thanks. Corn Ferry Tour is actually on TV this week. The Winco Foods Portland Open prime time, 6 to 9 p.m. on Golf Channel, Thursday through Sunday, all four days, 6 to 9 p.m., which will be kind of cool. Um, Event of the week. All right. There we go. All right. Hey, so a lot of these guys are, I mean, the, the, the 25 are kind of, is the more interesting chase the guys who get a finals berth? I think they're both interesting. Okay. Because, like, I mean, obviously, I think it's, you know, really, like, it's just like kind of last week where, for the most part, you're safe if you're in 21, but then 22 to 20 to to 30 is really where you'll see some movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I would say I, I'm excited. I, I'm Excited to watch that, but then the 75 things really crazy because, like, you can really that's where you can have a big, big jump. I mean, I'm expecting a big week from our guy Byron Meth. I think the meth heads are going to be out in force. Where is he now? He's number 82. Oh, shit. so he needs to get he needs to get up in there, you know. <laughs> we need we need more we need meth. The meth heads coming out in Portland, yeah. Um. <laughs> So 75, top 75, go to the Corn Ferry Finals, where you can also earn a card, PGA Tour card. 75 to 85, I think, drop down to final stage of Q school. And then yeah. I think after that, it's second stage. So guys. to give you like a little, uh, so the difference between number 68 and number, um, and, and meth at 82 is, is three, 367 to 319, so 48 points. Okay. The difference between number 22 and number 27, so way less space, you know, way less spots, yeah. is 130 points. Okay. 120 points. So yep. the uh, there's just way more variance down at the 75 number. Guys and it's top. like, that's, a, that's, way, that's a way more compelling. Um, I was going to say, it's kind of the opposite of like you know, the whole... The Corn Ferry Tour play is like a playoff. It's actually a real playoff. Everybody starts at zero, and the top twenty-five guys get a card. This is the playoff that we deserve. <laughs> you think they haven't figured it out? Ser- yeah, everybody starts at zero for that. So this is part. This is part and parcel with like a rejiggering of the fedex cup where they did the 125 card system do you like that overall as as, as opposed to the old school q school? school yeah um i think i think you have less it, it it makes it harder to get up really quick like yep. it, but it it leads to way less flukes sure definitely elevates the corn fairy tour or web tour, right? Yeah, I, I guess like the thing that you like wonder about is like, how do you feel about Scotty Scheffler spending right. an entire year on the Corn Ferry Tour, like when he could be playing l- lights out golf on the PGA Tour? You know, you don't know if he would, but like the guy like played really well at Q School. He mm-hmm. and he's just been a force down there. Like Robbie Shelton, I mean, he won the McKenzie Tour money list i think last year i mean like this guy it's just like it you get less flukes like you get less of the guys that get their card and and make three cuts you know um but 
it also like prohibits guys from getting there unless they play like crazy good golf for seven weeks. Right. All right. So that's that'll be that's a good what do you, prime do you time like watch. It? If you want to like, yeah, I I, I kind of like the elevated how it's elevated the the web tour. Like in terms of like the regular season, in terms of this whole final system, it is like a nice cleanse from the. Is um, the web tour elevated though? They play for, they play for seemingly less money because of elevate because uh, of inflation, and yeah, they're I, never on TV. I didn't mean it like that. Way. I meant in terms of like my own interest in it, like mattering yeah. a lot more. You know, like it, it's definitely more interesting to watch and track. Um. So I, I'd like it for that reason. Um, of course, I wasn't really in, in the weeds with, with the old Q school. Um, so we have that great Friday or great primetime viewing to kind of cleanse yourself after watching the, the you know, money uh, overdose in Liberty National. Then on the LPGA Tour, we have the Aberdeen Standard Investments Lady Scottish Open, the Renaissance Club, which we saw about a month ago. That is in the morning on Golf Channel. Thursday. Is Shabuno playing? Ten thirty. Uh, maybe she's going back to Japan. Never going to play outside Japan again. I don't see her on the notables. That's too bad. I don't see her. Um, Area Jutanagarn is a defending champ, but that's so that'll be like morning viewing on Golf Channel. Then you have the whole Liberty National in the middle, and then you have Web at night. European Tour just completely punting since the open they've not played i think they pick it back up next week i want to say with I that think, scandinavian invitation. i think they're mourning uh the loss of the thunder bear i don't know that they're mourning they put his ass on suspension <laughs> yeah. as they should the sexual assault charges so <laughs> well deserved uh, suspension yeah yeah so event of the week winco foods open portland open yeah the runner-up was canadian am Garrett Rank. Yeah, Garrett Rank's quest to get in the USAM. <laughs> uh featured groups at the uh at the Northern Trust. Thursday, 7:43 a.m., bright and early. There's just there's no reason the field should be this big. Where you got tea times, you got Tiger Woods playing golf Thank at 7:45 a.m. on Thursday. This should be the the WGC is half the size. WGC Memphis is half the size of this field. Um, and this is the playoffs, man. Everybody <laughs> gets in. So Tiger's playing seven forty five on Thursday with JT Poston and Scott Piercy, <laughs> who you know figured he may be out of golf sooner than Tiger. Who would have known? What a, what a pairing for him. I don't get that. What is that all about? It's, they Why do they it doing? straight by the numbers. Points, right? One, two, numbers. three, three, four, five. Yep. So, so Kepka, McElroy, Kuchar is the other group. Friday. What's wrong with that? What's the, what is that reaction? I just, you know, you've got this metric. Yeah. It, you've got this FedEx cup and you say how important it is. Yeah, and then they just go and contradict it by by putting uh, Tiger in the feature pairing. Like I would put Tiger oh, in every, I would put him in every feature pairing too. But like you've got this, you've got this point system that literally tells you who the best players are. I mean, I don't know that it's doing that. You're you're making you're doing a lot of work for it by saying that. Does anyone at the PGA Tour? legitimately argue that the FedEx Cup points are telling you who the best players are. I think they are. And that that at the end at the end at the end of the regular season it tells you who had the best year. And that's how they should program their over the over the top streaming service or whatever. I I don't you know what I I just I just I found it amusing (laughs) that we're gonna get to watch Scott Piercy. JT post. In, a, in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Like, just move Tiger to a different group. Why do yeah. they have to be paired this way in the first round? Like, they should just make regular Tiger. pairings this way. They should do it for the for the net championship. Also, also, if it was a playoff, you'd have one be playing with, like, 125. 
Yeah, right. Like right. Brooksy just like beating up on on yeah. uh, on Bassy Munoz. <laughs> uh, Friday we have Xander, Gary Woodland, and Patrick Cantlay as group number one. Which driver do you think Xander's using? I don't know. We know it won't be tested, though. All just come one, come all. Everybody, everything's coming through the gates at the uh, FedEx Cup. Um, Fanville Friday choices: Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, Tommy Fleetwood, or Rose Leishman Fowler, Ricky Tour Live. Who's going to win that? I think Ricky carries the day amongst the the tweet. Twitter voters. Really? Right? Over JT, DeChambeau, and Fleetwood? Yes. Ricky Ricky is a powerhouse, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. Is he? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't really have that much interest in it. Like he never says anything. He's uh, he, oh, of... he's no, he that's why they like that's why the brands love him. Says a lot of words and looks edgy without ever actually saying anything of interest. So he's kind of like Matt Kuchar before Matt Kuchar had this terrible year where like everything's blown up in his face. With like, like, like Kuchar was like dollars more he, in endorsement. Too, yeah. So. All he did was smile and be like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, and then yeah. and everybody's like, oh, he's the nicest guy in the world. I mean, Ricky is might be the nicest one. Yeah, nicest that's people. true. I mean, um, all right. So those are your featured groups. Um, you want to do a little uh, FedEx Cup trivia? I'd, I would love nothing more than to do FedEx Cup trivia. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, this is just the basics. Maybe we'll make this a weekly thing over the next three weeks. These are very basics. Just kind of reorienting ourselves with this uh, this playoff system that we hold dear, so dear. I, I oh. read the the FedEx Cup 101. The uh, you did it. 2,400 uh, word document that explains the playoffs like three weeks ago. So I don't. I don't think I'll. I didn't retain a lot of it. It was very what, dense reading. For this, for this little trivia, I read the original one, like 07. I read it like five times. I still have no fucking clue what was happening. I have no idea. It's much more. At one point, they were what quintuple points. Oh, like Tiger had like fifty thousand points. It was just out of control. Um, all right, let's do a little trivia. All right, this is the twelfth. This is the thirteenth year there have been twelve FedEx Cups. Can you name all eleven winners of the FedEx Cup? So last year was Rose. One. Um, Rory. At- yep. Yeah, that one year over more, right? Yep. Um, Spieth. Yep. Stenson. Billy Ho. Tiger won twice. Yep, so that's the only two-time winner. Snedeker won. Yep. How could anybody forget Bill Haas? <laughs> I think you're missing three. Oh, I... Oh, Rory. Um... Oh, in the yeah. in the rain, hat on backwards. Furick. Yep. Did yep. Uh, uh, VJ's crazy year was before that was oh four. Yeah, but he won in oh eight, and you're missing one more. Seventeen, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. That wasn't day. Day was twenty sixteen when he went nuts. VGA champion. Oh, JT. Yeah, so he won it. Those are your 11 winners in 12 years. Well, who, is, uh, who had the lowest of those champions? Who had the lowest like pre-cup ranking starting, like say, this week? Barclays, Northern Trust. And then it went it was the Horschel, win. right? Because he came out of nowhere. 69th. He started at 69th. Heath Slocum was, it should get an honorable mention there. Why? What do you mean? He didn't win, but he came from like 122 to be in the top five that one year. <laughs> he had three top fives, Horschel. So he won um, he won the last two, and then he almost won. Remember, he like kind of flubbed it on 18 at Deutsche Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was runner-up there or something. Did you see Horschel was in that President's Cup picture? Yeah. Why? 
What what has he done of note all year? I never understand like what the delineation, the line of you know demarcation is for that. He was the one guy I looked at pictures. Like I bet he's he's probably like some sneaky like 18th in the standing or something that you don't you just aren't aware of it. I don't know. I Speed was not in the picture. I wonder if Speed. Spieth might be trying to end his season. He might like sh- not get to New York until like Thursday morning. Hope he bounces to the other side of the what is it seventy? I think Spieth needs to do that neurological training that Bryson's doing. <laughs> the helmet. <laughs> the uh, the like silver helmet on top of his head. Um, Horschel's ninth, eighteenth in the. FedEx Cup, sta- uh, President's Cup stand. I can't keep all my fucking standings together. He's 19th or 18th in the President's Cup. Here's a question. Is is the President's Cup standings more interesting than the FedEx Cup standings from this yes. point on the rest yes. of the year? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we've already established Wyndham Rewards is a better, like more holistic. Uh, I know, actually... Measurement. The, as I've thought about it this week, I'm all in on the Wyndham Rewards. <laughs> all right. Uh, more trivia. Uh, three times, like the number one player, the top player, has gone on to win eventually in Atlanta. Starting, you know, you're starting this week and you win. Who Do you remember who they were? Tiger had to be one of them, right? Both, both times Tiger was number one. He had 30,000 pre-cup points. These points just they there's how do you no, know how do you know how many pre cut points? I don't what does that even mean? What I, is a point? Sports, Apparently they have monetary value though. That's the most empty kind of measurement unit of measurement ever. It has no relativity to anything. There's just thirty thousand is unattainable now. Like I mean, Rose had less than two thousand last year. Well, they had to change the points. I know. It's just, it's just ridiculous. All right. But maybe uh, was so uh, who else was was JT number one? No, speed. Oh, which makes sense. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Only one player has won it all: the FedEx Cup, without winning one of the four playoff events. Do you know who that was? Of those eleven winners, you stated Rose. Yeah. Rosie last year. Yeah. He would have won. No, but now he would have won. He would have won the tour championship. I think Uh we should go back and re redo all of them. I really think. So so I've kind of coming around on like, they just need to make it something that's not golf, not a 72 all stroke play event. They should honestly get these guys shots. You should get a shot, you know, all four rounds at whatever, the par three, the third hole. Like, or you pick a hole. You say, You get a mulligan? I'm going to stroke here. Yes. <laughs> what about a mulligan? A mulligan. Yes. Oh, put another ball down, throw another ball down and play. Like, I think now that we've, you know, soiled the sanctity of the 72 hole, might as well just get more creative with it than just some 10 shots. Anyways, we're going to have a lot of time to talk about that keep saying um who has won the most playoff events and how many do you figure there's three guys rory is one all guys you'd expect yeah tiger yep and uh another another, you know lup favorite loves wgc's loves dj yeah they've all won four events oh um, I didn't. I didn't realize DJ had won that many times. But then you said the, D, the WGC favorite. Yeah, right. He won. Uh, he won that Glen Oaks. He won a, a couple of years ago. Right. He won the BMW. That crooked stick. Yeah. He won. Yeah. So, um, who are the winners in Atlanta Tour Championship winners who did not win the FedEx Cup? So this has happened. Tiger Only four times. So Tiger last year besides yeah, Tiger just did it. Which is I guess, you know, what hastened this whole 
you know, in that championship debacle. So it's happened four, three times prior to Tiger. Xander won the year before. Yep. X-Man. I have no clue about the other ones. Phil in 09, remember that famous picture of Tiger's at the FedEx Cup, Phil's got the Tour Championship. Oh, Cup. yeah, that's one of Phil's, like, banner moments, to, you know, vanquishing Tiger, you know, <laughs> by winning the 30-man Tour Championship. And then uh, 2008, Camilo Villegas won the Tour Championship. He won twice that year. Yes. He won, the, he won back-to-back. He won the BMW and the Tour Championship. <sighs> that was but, when he was, like, a top eight player in the world. But VJ won the FedEx Cup. Uh, Camillo. Yeah. Who? Uh, we can skip that one. All right. So the purse, like the bonus money's pretty been pretty static. So it was like I was thirty five million, ten million to the winner. Um. What about the purses for these events? This is like the individual events. What would you guess the original purse? Like, say the first year, two thousand seven. Seven million. Boom, right on the number. 1.26 to the winner of $7 million purse. It has like, it's now 9.25 million. It really just got out of hand in the last like three to four years. It's just, it goes up a quarter million dollars every single year now. 250,000. That's an amazing thing when you consider that the, the, corn fairy. Well, and that TV viewers are down. Yeah. Like you have an escalating, like that's like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. What is the biggest blowout in FedEx Cup playoff history? A single event, not like the. Was it uh? Was it that day at uh at 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 um? He was up there. BMW. He won. No, same year at Plainfield, they won by six. God, he was unbelievable that year. Him and but uh. It'd be Tiger by eight at Cog Hill in 2009. Ah. And Tiger by eight over ZJ in the 2007 Tour Championship. ZJ and Mark Kalkovecchia, who Kalk. played in the FedEx Cup. He, he was 23 under at Eastlake. No one's unbelievable. Tiger, first tour championship since then the, the closest anyone's come to 23 under as a winner is 13 i feel like seven. they might have done some work at the course after that yeah i mean they've changed they obviously like flipped the routing and stuff but yeah 23 under um all right most consecutive weeks at number one in the fedex cup standings i think you tiger no oh oh no um I don't know. Consecutive weeks. So, like, it's got to be, you know, Tiger doesn't show up. DJ? Bay Hill or whatever. Uh, Jimmy Walker, Texas backstop. <laughs> I knew this. I, it was in a graphic. 30 weeks in a row, 2013. Oh, that's such a good stat. <laughs> um, Think about that. <laughs> I, I have. I know you have. That's why FedEx Cup the, the the FedEx Cup doesn't matter until like there's six weeks left in the season. You have to be through at least two majors before the FedEx Cup points like are actually like a real list. Yeah. Uh, I cannot verify this, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Who leads all time in FedEx Cup playoff events starts? starts. DJ. I don't think that's accurate. This Kuchar? guy played. The first decade. Kucher? First decade of playoff events. Kucher might be a contender here. Snedeker? He played every single playoffs event, every tour championship from its start in 07. First decade almost. Phil? Hunter Mahan. Oh, God. There's no way that's still true. 59 events. He hasn't been in it for like. Phil may have passed him. Kucher probably passed him. I don't know. So he played the first decade of events from 07 to uh, first 10 years. And then he missed the tour championship. I kind of feel bad for Hunter Mayhan. Missed the tour championship in 2015. And then uh, we haven't heard. He hasn't played a playoffs event since. Um, all right. Last one. Medina 
will become the 15th course to host a playoff event. Can you name the others? Oh, my God. You got Cog Hill. You got Conway Farms. You got um, Crooked Stick. You got Aronimink. You've got Cherry Hills um, yep. as the BMW host, right? So then Missing you got one on the BMW. One on the BMW. But those are all, you're on a roll there. Jones Family Legacy. Belle Reve, yeah. 08. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was Camille. Camille yeah. the Jagger. Uh, um, so then we go to, we got the Barclays. We got, well, we got TPC Boston, but then we got the Barclays. We have um, Plainfield, uh, Beth Page, uh, Liberty National. Where else has there been? Has it been? Three more. Um, Just mentioned one, DJ. Oh, Glen Oaks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm and then they Bryson last year. Oh, Ridgewood. Yep. And then the the original, the old uh, one up up north, the big country club, massive clubhouse, in the county north of New York City. Oh, Westchester. Yeah, that was the first one, and then they never had it again in '07. So TPC Boston and Eastlake have never moved. You've had six. And then uh, next year I'll go to TPC Boston. Yeah. So you've had six Northern Trust, the New York area sites, and How I want to say, yeah, seven, uh, seven BMW sites. Can, can we be reminded of how crazy it is that Boston, New York, and Chicago don't have regular PGA Tour stops? <laughs> and Washington, D.C. I know. Like what? What is going on in the world? That New you... York gets a major every year. I, I don't yeah, feel that's... like as bad about that. But, but... Boston, Chicago, D.C. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's it's like kind of mind boggling. I always have to like think of a ba- the balance though there between like Detroit getting an event is good. Minneapolis getting an event is good. I think Sanderson having an event in the fall, that's good. Like some of these markets having events are good, but yes, there should be an event in DC and Chicago and in Boston regularly. Every year. Yes. Without yes. question. Yes. All right. That was fun. Good trivia. I think we're going to try to, that, that was kind of just to reorient ourselves. We'll, we'll kind of do more. I'm going to do some, tri- I'm going to do some trivia. Like Jimmy Walker and the Hunter Mayhem bit. We'll do that going forward. Uh, news. USGA changing rules. Oh, hey, one more, one more Liberty National. These are this. I'll put this in news. We got we got eyes and ears on the ground there behind the scenes behind enemy lines this week. Apparently, Bryson was third to check in this week at Liberty National, and they're like signing like charity flags and stuff. I guess he signs his name just so ostentatious and absurdly large. And everyone like that came behind him made multiple uh, comments. Like the ego on that guy. Of course he signs it so big. Like Gary Player making his name bigger on the... Uh, on the open to, yeah. <laughs> um, so one guy says... what. One other player comes behind, geez, the ego in this guy. And then another said, shocking that Bryson made it about him. And another another tip from behind on, on the scene. Uh, Phil might be coming out with his own coffee, coffee brand. If he wants to get in with big coffee, he's got to understand he's coming at the, the king, the Bixby this is, boys. This is, uh, this is troubling news. <laughs> Just a little intel from, from on the ground. We, we've got sources there this, this week. Um, other no US- again in the coffee business. USGA, Hovland rule. What do you think about it? What are your reactions? Do you think they'd listen to the podcast and the next day? Possibly. To- possibly. <laughs> they could have been listening for months. <laughs> what I don't was, get, though, this, is uh, like... This, uh, people are like, oh, you're just complaining now. I, I had people saying that on Twitter to me. And it's like... I was talking about this in like March. Yes. You had the foresight. This wasn't just like an after the fact thing you were doing. Yeah. It was uh, like, I've been talking about for months <laughs> about what how I, bad the schedule is. It's great. It's a great change. The PGA tour needs to, needs to 
That's like, well, that's the they're issue. the problem. They put they're, it on the USGA to fix it. Yeah, the PGA Tour is the fucking problem. I know. I don't know why the USGA should have to like just adjust your little make believe point system, right? Like that's all you had to do. Yeah, somebody asked me um, about this. Is is if you do you know how the points like so in starts where Wolf finished like where he's a non-member like or an amateur? Do mm-hmm. those points? What happens to those points? Like if he finishes solo fourth, let's just say figuratively as an amateur, do those points? Does the person that finished fifth get the fourth point? I don't know. You no. I'm asking the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, I don't dive in. Hey, there's ref- big reform in the rookie rankings. Wait, wait, wait. But what about the hot? There's kind of a slippery slope there. What about the guy who, who finished his second? Yeah, that was <laughs> terrible. So it's just, it just feels like they're shooting at the hip, changing rules all willy nilly. So the guy that finishes, just to be clear, the runner guy that finishes runner up gets an exemption into the U.S. Open, but he can't turn pro and keep the exemption. So, I mean, what if, like, let's, let's say, like, last year, Matthew Wolf's a runner-up. Yeah, it's it's stupid. And then goes, uh, you know, on a tear on the side. Like, I don't know. It's just... what It's just, it's because we weren't talking about it. That's completely why the, guy that, the guy that made the rule didn't hear us talking about the runner-up at all because <laughs> Devin Bling was shooting, you know, isn't isn't Victor Hovland. Just completely arbitrary. Um what 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 was your what were you saying? The about rookie the, rankings. Oh, okay. What about them? Champ has fallen, <laughs> tumbled down to fifth in the rookie rankings. It's like Olympus has fallen. Champ has fallen. Okay. Amazingly, Champ's fall. You know, he got passed by Adam Long, who missed the cut. You know that MC got him passed. <laughs> what did it take? Just a DFL at Wyndham? The guy has been off. <laughs> Uh, competitive and off the map since Kapalua. <laughs> why did it? Why you know how, you know how many uh, FedEx Cup points that uh, um, champs earned since March? No. How many? 20. Again, I don't even know what that means. You can that tell means, me 200. I, it could be a lot. It could be a little. It means he's gained very little. You know? This is like when you start talking about like some currency, foreign currency. I have no idea. Like 20,000, whatever. Think about is that the, worth two dollars? Is that worth twenty thousand dollars? I don't even know what these points even matter. I think they should switch the points around where you want as little points as possible. Like you get one point for finishing first. MCs should count against you too. Negative. Like you should get like if you miss the cut, you should get one hundred and fifty-five points if you finish. In should we come up with some like adjusted par type thing where you no, want it, like round? You what know. if what if the points were just where you finished? It probably wouldn't weigh it enough. Well, probably, yeah, probably might not be weighted enough. But um, like, if you finish one hundred and fifty fifth, you yeah. get one hundred and fifty five points. One more. It would make question. people grind. How many times do you think they've changed the format for this? Five times. <laughs> I think this is the the fourth major overhaul. I know of. major overhaul. Yeah. That's how many times they changed it. A lot of tweaks. We would have had if the shotgun start those first two years, they just completely changed it. The, first of all, the first year it was like no volatility, right? Like if you had a good season, like you didn't even need to play the playoffs. You could show up at like Atlanta, like play That's the thing, but you could still do that. And then the next year it was like, um, they did. They they like overcorrected, right? Hey, here's another thing with this new what? system. Sorry, what? sorry, no, I ahead. just interrupt. Go ahead. What if somebody gets injured in the tour championship? I know people have thrown this hypothetical out there quite a bit. They just what get, do you, what at, do they do? you could be say Brooks is leading, and he gets hurt. This you know what this is. This is honestly like some like buddy's golf pool where they just like make up the rules <laughs> like all right well if you miss the cut that's just an 80 your guy gets an 80 and you get 80 for the last two rounds and we do a you know cumulative score at the end like this is just what this is guys making up their own little golf pool so brooks could be number one yeah and get hurt say he gets hurt in the tour championship can't yeah. play 
Does yeah. he automatically go to 30 in the FedEx Cup? His whole season's work just <laughs> yeah he goes like i think i have well, the... that's why he got, gets the window money so he would go from from winning 15 million to three hundred ninety-five thousand. <laughs> that can't be what they want <laughs> uh all right any other thoughts i just feel like okay questions like... concerns the the FedEx payouts cro- go below one million at number nine. Doesn't it feel like the final should just be the top eight? Like they should just do something with the top eight. I know that everybody will have huge problems, but like if those those guys are all getting over a million dollars, that's like the cutoff. That's where the final should be. Yeah, Sunday should be two foursomes. Yeah. Yeah. It'll take them seven hours to play, but <laughs> I was gonna guess five, but yeah. Um depends on who's in there, Bryson. <laughs> you got you imagine a foursome with Bryson and the pace car. Um, <laughs> oh pace cars with uh Kevin Na this week. Yeah, and uh and uh Morikawa. That's something I'm actually excited to watch. Morikawa in the playoffs and Wolf in the playoffs. I'm yeah, excited about cool. that. That's one thing I'm really looking forward to. All right, last bit of news, Bryson complaints bryson's complaint today he's spoke to the media issues with the uh so he's exhausted we want to the top players want to play a bunch more events we can't do it with the new schedule it's too compactive is he is he tickling where you scratching where you itch there i mean <laughs> you like bryson for that i mean he's just like I, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. They didn't really ask me anything. I'm not on the player advisory council, but like <clears throat> it's, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Um, and like, I want to play a, a lot more events and that I hated to have to pass on some of the events I had to pass on this year. Well, think about it. It's like, everybody's exhausted. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the best way to build anticipation for a big event is time. Right. And there's no time. Right. What other sport dictates their playoffs based off of other sports? Hmm. I bet we could find some. Do you, do you think that, like... Major League th- Baseball is not going to, like, change the time, start time of a World Series game because it's going up against Sunday Night Football. No. Right. Like, do you think uh, the NCAA, NCAA basketball ever is worried about, you know... They're the start of baseball season. No. Well, that's just, yeah. Do you think that, that uh, you know, does the NBA worry about hockey? No. no. Does hockey worry first. about the NBA? No. 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 So that, that was the one Bryson Does quote. tennis worry about anybody? I don't think so. Nothing no. Nobody. Of. Nobody does. Only one organization worries so much. It's, you know why? It's because the ratings were shit before. I don't mind this. Do you? I think I don't mind. I, I hate all the other impacts on the schedule. I can't believe we're talking about this again. But, like, I don't mind this little... I don't mind it going from four to three, and I don't mind it being done before Labor Day. I think I, it's good. I don't think there should be a break. I think there should have been another, like, a week off. Like, it, there should they shouldn't... There shouldn't be a bye week. There isn't a bye week this year. That's news to me. <laughs> I think they play three straight weeks. <laughs> um, all right. And then, In other and then, news. <laughs> also, Bryson, he's pissed about his presence. He's not pissed. I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm you know, overanalyzing that. But he says he should have gotten points for his Dubai win, winning overseas. I agree with that. It doesn't count for his President's Cup standing. and It, it shouldn't even be like he shouldn't even be close to the bubble. He's like, I, I don't know that that's fair. You like that? Getting points for Dubai? I agree. European tour win? Yeah. He should get well, negative a- points for his Saudi comments, though. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. <laughs> Any other thoughts, news? Ready to get out of here? I'm ready to we get out pick? of here. You got a pick? Oh, yeah. You, you know who I'm going to pick? I'm going to pick Justin Thomas. Really? I don't know why. I just feel... I'm out of my one-and-done league. I'm all salty because I didn't pick Webb. I'm all salty at Spieth. Uh, Who are you going to take? That's a good, good GT. 
Um, I like Patrick Reed. Do you think Shane Shane Lowry's hit a golf ball? No, no. Is he gonna show up drunk? I wish. Uh, I'll go with Reed. I think I already taken him. What about Sun JM? You can take it, Reed. I'll take Sun JM again. Um, all right. Everyone enjoy your uh, Wednesdays. We will check in with you on Friday. Probably a good flashback Friday on the FedEx Cup, I'd imagine. We may or may not have an interview. We're going to put that up. We're going to put it up. We got great bonus episode. We'll just tell him it's Harry Higgs, recent winner on the web. He was amazing. Just throw him a question, let him go. Yeah, we didn't really have to do anything. Just sit Completely back and listen. Entertaining, fascinating. Talking about Latino America, partying down on the Latino America tour, kind of working his way up the web to a tour card. So that keep an eye out for that bonus episode. Harry Higgs, brilliant interview. All right. Enjoy your hump day. Enjoy your Friday, Junior. We will talk, check in with you guys on Friday. Mm-hmm.